Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Hello, Andrew. Hello, Edwin. It is Friday, wrapping up the week. We're getting ready for the weekend. Looking forward to worshiping with our brothers and sisters on Sunday at 10 o'clock now. We'd love to have anyone who listens to Text Talk join us. You can get all the information on that at christiansmeethere.org. Not only is it Friday, but it is Friday, July 16. And so I'm going to say happy birthday, Julie. Ooh, happy birthday, Julie. I just wanted to get that in there. You're a wise husband. That way I don't forget. <laughs> well, I know that we have lined up kind of a unique, interesting translation choice we today. We wanted to shake it up a little bit. That's what you said here while the mics were off. So That's what, right. what do we got? What we've got here to read today is from the Lexham Septuagint translation. Okay. All right. So the one of the earliest translations we still have extant <laughs> of the Old Testament Hebrew scriptures is into Greek. Okay. And that was called the Septuagint, and mm. that was actually done even before the time Christ walked the earth. It seems to be the translation of choice for New Testament writers in the first century era when they're quoting from the Old Testament scriptures. So what we have here then is a translation into English of that Greek translation of the Hebrew Old Testament. <laughs> Getting deep. Getting deep. Uh, for various reasons, they're even numbered differently. So when I read this translation, it's labeled Psalm 45 in the Septuagint. It corresponds to our Psalm 46, what we've been talking about all week. Mm. Want to hear it? I do. Here it goes. Psalm 45 of the Septuagint. For the end, a psalm in the name of the sons of Korah because of the hidden ways. Our God is a place of refuge and strength, a helper when afflictions find us very much. On account of this, we will not fear when the earth is troubled and the mountains are transferred in the hearts of the seas. Their waters roared and were stirred up. The mountains were troubled in his might. The torrents of the river make cheerful the city of God. The Most High sanctified his habitation. God is in the middle of it. It will not be shaken. God will help it with his face. The nations were stirred up. Kingdoms fell. He gave his voice. The earth was afflicted. The Lord of powers is with us. The God of Jacob is our helper. Come, see the works of the Lord, which he set as wonders upon the earth, removing wars until the ends of the earth. He will crush bow and shatter weapon, and he will burn shields with fire. Cease from action, and know that I am God. I will be lifted high among the nations. I will be lifted high in the earth. The Lord of powers is with us. The God of Jacob is our helper. A couple of things that I noticed there, and of course I realize that we are getting an English translation of Greek. Yes. Rather than an English translation of Hebrew on that. And again, just as a clarification, on Wednesday we read the Lexham translation of the Hebrew manuscripts that we have. Whereas right. today... This was the lexum of the Greek manuscripts that we have of the Old Testament. Uh, God, the Lord of Powers. I noticed that. Whereas the Hebrew is Lord of Hosts. Hosts. And that Lord of Hosts, sometimes it's re a reference to Israel's armies. Mm -hmm. He is the Lord of their armies, their hosts. We find that um, 
oh, let's see here, in 1 Samuel chapter 12 and verse 45, where it calls the Lord of hosts uh, the God of the armies of Israel. Mm-hmm. But then in 1 Kings twenty two nineteen, we have the Lord who is with his hosts of heaven. So sometimes that Lord Sabaoth, that Lord of hosts, is a reference to the angelic armies, if you will, the armies of spiritual beings, the host of spiritual beings. He is the Lord of hosts. I also caught a difference, and I know this one was probably going to be pretty important to you, because I know you wanted to bring this up yesterday, and I asked you to go ahead and wait till today. Mm-hmm. That's because this Septuagint said, cease from action, or this particular translation mm-hmm. of it, cease from action verse 10. and know that I am God. Mm-hmm. Whereas ours all week long, everything else hey. we've been reading has said, be still. And that stood out to you. Go sure. t- Tell me why that stood out to you. Well, it stood out for me because be still and know that I am God. We talked about this yesterday a little bit, the idea of whether this is communicated to Israel to calm their fears or whether this is communicated to the nations that they should step back and observe. The end result is I am God. You're going to watch God work now, and you're going to exalt God ultimately for his work. It put me in mind of Jesus. In Mark chapter 4, when Jesus is crossing a sea in the middle of the night with his disciples, the Sea of Galilee, a terrible storm rises up. A raging, roaring, foaming sea that threatens to collapse in on their world and destroy it? Yeah. I mean, the at least very their same. little world. Sure. I mean, I saw a few different connections, actually, from <laughs> Psalm 46 to here in Mark 4. Uh, Mark 4, verse 36. Now, when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was. And other little boats were with them. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. There's your storming, foaming seas. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow, and they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. He said to them, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly. And they said to one another, who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? Jesus makes the statement, be still or peace, be still, which, uh, you know, as you pointed out, was not this sort of coddling uh, language. Shh, hush now, it's going to be okay. But it is stop it, be still. And the wind and the waves obey him. It is suddenly still like the doldrums. Of course, this causes the disciples, and you might understand it, to be wondering, who is this? Who commands the elements, the wind and the waves? But to me, that is, again, the connection to Psalm 46, be still and know that I am God. Here's the answer when he says, be still, and everything is, they can know that he is God. Someone who is familiar with their Old Testament, when they come across that passage in Mark, has a couple of places that will come to their mind. Psalm 107 is a big one, but I think this is also uh, very appropriate to come to the mind when they hear this, be still, be quiet, stop acting, stop you know, stop it, Yeah, stop it. Kind of like we would say to unruly kids, stop it, be quiet, and they did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And here in this psalm, the telling the nations to quiet down is related to telling this roaring, foaming yeah, sea the and the water. mudslides and the earthquakes and all of that happening. Be quiet. Be still. I am God. 
I will be exalted. Some folks today say Jesus didn't make claims of deity and divinity. We have we have put that back on him. Mm. I, I'm gonna well, first of all, there are other passages where he does just yes. the mere use of calling himself "I am," and, mm-hmm. and we could get into all of that. Accepting worship, but, but all kinds are, of things. These are stories that the apostles included that we're supposed to demonstrate. We're telling you who he is. Yeah, yeah. We're telling you who he is. I mean, if Jesus had claimed deity, people wouldn't have said, wouldn't be saying today, well, he claimed he was deity. He must be. They would say, look at him. Bless his heart. He thinks he's God, and he's telling everybody about that. You know, if folks don't want to believe, they'll come up with a reason not to. Sure, sure. But the apostles are giving us every demonstration. Do you remember that every God evidence. we read about in the Psalms? Mm-hmm. Here he is right here in the in the... In this boat, absolutely calming the waters, the winds, and the waves. I see another connection to Jesus. You mind if yeah. I bring that up? Oh, please do. Well, we've we've had this repeated refrain. Yes, of the Lord of Hosts is with us. Is with us. Oh wow! You're saying God is with us. God with us. God with us. Does that remind you of anyone you've ever heard about before who might have been <laughs> named something and said to be called something like? Emmanuel, Emmanuel, Mm. God is with us. In Matthew chapter 1 and verse 23, the the text there says, Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, quoting Mm -hmm. from Isaiah, Mm -hmm. which Matthew then follows up with, which means God with us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Here we have this psalm that is all about the fact that even though the world seems to be collapsing all around us, Yahweh is with us. Mm-hmm. By the way, Jesus' name means Yahweh saves. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yahweh is salvation. Emmanuel, God is with, with us. us. Yahweh has come into our midst. And and though the world seems like it's collapsing, though it seems like it's falling, though my world seems like it's collapsing, though it seems like all the foundations are shuddering and shaking and, and are being kicked out from under us, Jesus is with us. God is with us. He came into the world. And in fact, mm-hmm. when he was in the world, he actually went through what this psalm talks about. Oh, okay. Think, think about this. If you were taken out of a garden where you were praying and, and brought through a mock trial, and the, the Jewish nation was falsely testifying against you right. and dragged you in before the Roman, Roman nation, nation and yeah. falsely testified against you, and the people were shouting, and there was an uproar, and they're raging, and they're crying out, and then they're beating you, and then they're nailing you to a cross. Does that, does that sound like a personal experience that's very similar to these metaphors here? Yes, it does. Everything is collapsing. Mm-hmm. Nothing is going the way it ought to go. And yet, I'm going to trust in the Lord. Yeah. I'm going to trust in the Lord. And you know, let, let's walk through this. Let's pretend for a moment we had never heard this story. We were just watching it on a movie. Okay, for the first the time story ever. story of Jesus. the cross? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Story, story of Jesus. Of Jesus. We've okay. never heard it. You've never heard it. You're just watching it on a movie. All right. And here's this guy. He's the hero. You know he's the protagonist. You know he's the guy that's got to win. And so we're waiting for that moment of victory. And now he's being beaten, and he's being nailed to a cross, and it looks like he's going to die. 
what are we expecting to happen? Because we know he's supposed to win. Right, yeah. Well, it's a tough spot, but how's he going to get out of this one? How, yeah, he's going to get out of it. We know that somehow, deus ex machina, God from the machine, something, God, his father, is going to come in and save him from this death. Mm-hmm. But then he dies. But then he died. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Well, that's definitely the collapse of every sturdy foundation that we might ever put our hope in. And yeah. and so then we watch him yeah. take him down from the cross mm-hmm. and we watch him wrap him up and we watch him go put him in a hole in the ground in yes. the side of a mountain. Buried in a tomb. Roll a big old rock in front and, of it. And then time passes. And and it's day three. <sighs> yeah. We, we've had two nights of sleep. It's day three. And... <sighs> yeah. But God's help comes in the morning. Mm-hmm. That's what this psalm says. Yeah. And his in help comes when the morning dawns. Like very early in the morning on the first day of the week. And in every gospel, or in the synoptics, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, they all mention that very, very specifically. In the morning, they came to the tomb. The stone was rolled away. Jesus broke forth. Yeah. Even death does not defeat our God when he is with us. Amen. Amen. God won the victory. And you know what? Here's what I want to say for us. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things you and I have to be prepared for is that when it feels like the world is collapsing, it may mean physical death. Mm-hmm. But our God wins even when you and I die. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. when our life totally collapses, our life, our true life is secure because God is with us, Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Well, we hope that you're encouraged by this look at Christ through this lens of Psalm 46 today. I love Fridays because we do see Jesus in the Psalms. Appreciate you tuning in with the podcast. Please share it. Please rate it. Let other people know about it. It's growing. We're excited about that. And and, uh, hope that these things encourage you. It's a great encouragement to us. Let's have a word of prayer. Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for the day. Thank you, Lord, for Jesus Christ, God with us, Emmanuel. Help us, Father, to remember that whatever we're going through the day, however it seems the water's rising, that you're there. You do not forsake us. You are our refuge and our refuge in Christ. You will be exalted. And, Father, we want to exalt you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.